love my delete later. I bloody hope you do. You can support our show by using the new ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there is no regular commitment. Just smash that link in the show description and support us now so we can keep making this podcast. Thank you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, buongiorno, and welcome to Might Delete Later, the Italian edition, it's not, with me, Stevie Martin, who wants to kick social media right in the crotch. And me, Gina Martin, who likes it and would like to offer it some ice and a calm, warm place to recover. Oh, that's very nice. Thank you very much. Um, but to our guest for today, she's an activist, an author. She founded Nail Transphobia. She recently made it onto the Independence Rainbow List, was called The Voice of a Community by Vogue, and is one of the most influential and inspirational LGBT people in the UK. Um, called that actually by The Independent and The Guardian. It is Charlie Craggs. Charlie Craggs. Also, we found out she's uh, she's filming a documentary right now that's about to be on uh, B- BBC Three, coming out in around November. So it's like... There's a lot going on. There really is. We had a lovely chat. We chatted about all kinds of things. We chatted about... Uh, what I found very interesting was the post that she talked about regretting were, was something very, very cool that she did on Five, Five Live. But it was about, obviously, she's going through different stages of her tr- transition. So looking back on herself years ago when she wasn't as far along as she is now, is, is, that, is it's very interesting to hear somebody talk about that. And also, I think, yeah. as well, we talked a lot about just, like, being being yourself on social media, how to balance, like you know, serious stuff with with funny stuff because she's really funny on Instagram, I have to say. She makes me laugh a lot. Yeah, like allowing yourself that joy, especially when you're doing something that's about serious stuff a lot. I think that's a really important thing that I probably need to take heed of more a little bit as well. Um, but before we get into the episode, Stevie, what's in your drafts this week? Okay, in my drafts are... Um, now it's it is social media because it's Depop, which is basically social media, isn't it? Sure. Depop is for anyone is like set up like Instagram, but you sell you sell and buy secondhand clothes. And um, I got a message. I wanted to buy I wanted to buy some Air, some AirPods, uh, but they're too expensive. They're really like two hundred quid or something. So I went on Depop, and someone was like. Uh, please message before you buy. So I was like, can I please buy them? They're 40 quid. I was like, can I please buy them? And and they were like, yeah, you can buy them, but can you pop them through on PayPal friends and family? Which basically means that you don't have any buyer protection and you can't get a refund because um, I'm popping to the post office now. And then when I do, I do really need the money like immediately. I was like, okay. And then did it. And then (laughs) maybe they need the money. And then uh, got a message like, you know, later on being like my account got hacked. So I hope you didn't give any money to the hacker. But I'm sure you didn't because that's obviously the most obvious 
attack everyone. I was like, I did. And oh, went, no. <laughs> and then I had to email Depop and they were like, yeah, I mean, no, no you can't get the money back because it specifically says you have to do it through PayPal, not friends and family. And never, I was like, of course. And also, why did they need the money now? But I was Hang like, on, what? so you actually lost that money now? Yes. Oh, <laughs> Literally, so I was like, can I have some money, please? Can you send it with no protection, which means that you can't get a refund? I said, yes, because I was like... Yes, please. It's less a... I'd like to delete... Pe- I'd like to delete me giving people money. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to delete me getting scammed because I'm such an empath. <laughs> What's uh, in your draft this week? Yeah, in my draft is that I really want to watch the documentary The Social Dilemma. Okay, so apparently it's an eye-opening look into the way social media is designed to create addiction and manipulative our, and manipulate our behaviour told by some of the very most amazing people and systems at places like Facebook, Google and Twitter. Do and you know, I really... Just watch it. Just watch it. All right, well, yeah. That's that Great. Solid. I just Second. find myself really wanting to watch these things, but then at the same time, there's a huge tension because it's like, I know you're going to tell me everything I'm doing is bad for myself and everyone else, but yes. I want to be schooled because I want to be on top of it but at the same time it's like just custom designed to make me feel stupid about what I'm doing online but I will watch it and then I'll get back to everyone and tell them how good it was go to at Mike Late Late Pod so you can see all the posts we discussed with Charlie today they're on our Instagram in a new fancy format um, and there's going to be some more little lectures on there who knows Ooh. just enjoy the episode as well it's a really fun episode I thought it was really fun interesting very moving as well and um, and basically covers the entire gamut of what Charlie is like as a person. Very, very funny. Very, very smart. Very, very, very activist. Very, very activist. Enjoy. Okay, so every week we decide something we'd like to delete. What I'd like to delete this week is VIBs, which are... You know, like McVitie's chocolate digestive biscuits? Uh, I saw your story. <laughs> So basically they've like, apparently they've like leveled up and made the best biscuit ever made imaginable. The end line is like hard to describe. And me and my housemate had a packet of them yesterday and they taste like dusty discs of hell. Yeah, but you They're still so the packet. Shit. You're like, we had a whole packet and they tasted <laughs> shit. Like, I know. We still at them. I know. <laughs> I'm just disappointed with that. Yes. And then Stevie, what would you delete this week? I'd like to delete, you know, the bit where you're at the park and you're having some drinks, you're having some laughs. And then you realize like you cut like about, well, it's, it varies depending on, uh, I suppose age, but like after an hour, I can't sit, like I can't get the right sitting position in the park. So like my bum hurts and then you sort of like leaning over and then, and then you like uh, try and find a slope so that you can kind of naturally pose and then and then sometimes someone talks behind you and then you're like backwards on a slope looking up with your legs in the air I can't stand it so I think we should um either normalize bringing bean bags to the park (laughs) and no one should make a comment Mm. on it or just like little cushions or little potties Um, (laughs) (laughs) but I just would like to delete the concept of very straight grassland I think that's great all right Charlie what would you delete um I would like kind of to do everything it's been one of those weeks but mainly um Tory so I posted on my story yesterday like how I was like there was a guy I actually liked a lot like we were talking and stuff and it, I was like oh my god he seems like really good and then I found out he was a Tory and I was just like 
No, and that's my thing is like, I'm just like, I post it because I'm like, so many people are very like anti-Tory online, but I feel like they'll let things slide if like, in the same way, like I feel like a lot of people have like homophobic boyfriends or racist, like family members or friends. It's like, it just like, it's like a, it's a universal thing. Like, it's just like, no, it doesn't matter who they are, like friend, family, fiance, like, no. So that's Mm. why I posted it. I think it's a strong one. Yeah, there we go. Bickies, like sitting down and then Tories. I like the majority of this country. <laughs> I feel like your All two are a bit it. more achievable, but yeah. Literally. Uh, that's very good. Um, also, okay, so what we do each week is we look at our average screen time. Now, okay. I don't want you to feel oh, bad Lord. about this. This is a safe space because when we first did it, mine was nine hours and 45 minutes. Uh, oh, that's because <laughs> of, that's cause of um, vitamin P. <laughs> It is because of it. At least you pain. have an excuse. I don't have an excuse. Mine is just from being on like Hinge, literally. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, praise the Lord. It says turn on screen time. So it doesn't tell me, right? <laughs> There's a dab. You can put that in, in the promo. Oh my God. Yay. I can promise mine would be like close to Gina's. Would it? Maybe not as close because I'm not a loser like Gina, but yeah. <laughs> So when we first did it, mine was four hours 45. And I was like, don't worry about it. Like, I'm just sort of on and off. Like, it was fine. That's and low, then, yeah. Um, this week, it's seven hours. It's gone up by 56%. So what I'm saying is, is it's very easy to gloat. But then next, the next week, it, it just takes one lapse in judgment. And then mm. suddenly you've spent lost. all of the waking day on your phone. Mine is literally, currently, I'm just going to tell you what today is because I'm just like absolutely stoked. Don't tell anyone (laughs) on the podcast that it's half 11 in the morning. So mine is two hours, eight minutes. But my average is five hours and 28 minutes. That's So I've not really changed. Oh my God. Nine hours down to five hours. Yeah, that's that's actually true. That's a lot. Fuck, I'm good. I, I love both of your Instagram and Twitter outputs, Charlie. I enjoy oh, them a lot. You. From the other side, which do you prefer, Twitter or Instagram? Oh, and and I, for why? I literally don't even use Twitter. Like I'll do like, I'll come on and tweet about something and then not tweet about something for like 10 weeks. I hate it. I just think it's so toxic. Like it's just... I don't know, especially with the nature of my work, like the, like for some reason I don't get any, oh, I get some, but not much um, like transphobic stuff from feminists on Instagram. I'll get from guys, but then on Twitter, like if I dare posted something, it would be like inundated with just like crazy, like crazy amounts. And they really jump pile trans girls. And I'm like, I'm not here for that. Like I'd rather, I'm tempted to delete it just because I don't want to, like, especially with like Black Lives Matter stuff, like I was really big on posting loads like I only literally I only posted about that during like the kind of peak of it I was like I'm not going to post about anything else but on Twitter I wasn't posting anything because I'm not on there but then I was worried I was like what if someone's like you've not posted a single thing and I'm like I'm going to get judged by my lack of not just about Black Lives Matter but about everything my lack of content on Twitter I'm like maybe I should just delete it but at the same time I'm worried that Instagram's going to like crash one day and I'm going to be like dependent on other um kind of platforms it's hard, yeah, but if it? that happened, they'd have to come up with, with something else because like you're just saying, Twitter, for me as like a writer and also, you know, like a cis person, even I, um, I'm absolutely exhausted by the mm. amount of transphobia that is on there that that leaks through when I'm just sort of like looking at something completely different. It's yeah. insane. Yeah, and they have like... Um... 
like forums like waiting to pounce like I've googled my name before as you do and I've seen that there's been like forums about me on like Mumsnet where they like that's Mumsnet's like a hive of transphobia and they're like talking about trying to dox me and stuff and it's like it's just mad I'm like I'd rather not like to be honest like on Instagram like I've kind of cultivated a community and cultivated like my space and I don't even like look on other like everything on my like feed is everything I'd want to see whereas on Twitter you're like being shown things that you don't necessarily want to see like trending thing I just I just I'm not here for that at all also you're known outside of social media for your work it's not like you you started on Instagram and that's all you do is like branded content or whatever, yeah. which we'll actually get onto later because that's one of my favorite things that you do. Um, but <laughs> you're you're known outside your work, you're respected outside your social accounts for your work. So I feel like even if you did delete Twitter and say Instagram got closed down, you'd be able to rebuild because you've got you've put stuff out into the world. You've got now transphobia. You've got your book. You've got stuff going on outside of it. Do you know what I mean? Thank you, Gina. That's really sweet. That made me feel a bit better. Well, yeah, I've been thinking truth. about doing it for a while. It's, you're very, you're very, very sweet. Um, I wanted to ask about Charlie your relationship with like brands and branded stuff on Instagram because obviously you didn't start off that way. You started off doing all this amazing work and you got people took notice of you quite quickly. But I know how hyped you get. <laughs> basically your stories and you get like gifts or like free shit and you're like you call yourself like Hoella and like all this it's so funny and how do you like obviously the commercial side of this work is fun and stuff do you enjoy it do you find it at odds of what you're doing or do you like because you take the piss out of it it makes people want to send you stuff more <laughs> I don't know I used to be really like wary of like I don't want to get called an influencer because that's going to discredit my activism and then you probably have the same thing where it's exactly, like because yeah. they do they'll yes. chat and I feel like it's a woman thing as well because like they it's kind of like if you're pretty and like I'm not saying I'm pretty but like, I mean like doing fe- well, I guess this is what I'm trying to say if doing feminine things like whether it's post about fashion or makeup or like getting three cute things and da 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 it, it kind of like they'll use it to like kind of like d- detract it's from your yeah and it's like um yeah I don't know so I've always like been really like wary of calling I don't definitely not calling myself and it's about influence about being seen as one that's why I, I like never ever did YouTube even though everyone's like, always like do YouTube do YouTube I'm like I don't want to get called like YouTuber Charlie Craggs I'm like an activist Charlie Craggs and I don't mm. want to like kind of take away but then at the same time bitch like if it wasn't for social media content I would have literally starved to death and been homeless during lockdown during corona so like i will never snub my nose at being doing influencer work or being called an influencer ever again at the same time i mean i don't want it to detract again from my activism but i don't think it does like i've got to the point where i'm like if richard branson again it's a man thing but like if richard branson had like a youtube channel it wouldn't be like youtuber richard branson would be like no he uses youtube as a platform for his job like in the same way we use instagram as a platform to grow our platform and to have a voice you know what i'm saying so like yeah it's, you know, i think it's there's a way definitely of, like, reframing misogyny it. in there there's definitely yeah, a bit yeah. of like if you're a guy with like loads of followers and you're like getting sent loads of like shoes trainers. and trainers every day, you're a collector. But then if you're like getting loads of shoes as like an influence, it's like, oh gosh, she's got an addiction to shoes. Like there's yeah. definitely like a weird lens on that with women. They just love to call you like a an uh like a social media activist and it's like no bitch I'm an activist period and the same with you like it's like I didn't start my like not that there's anything wrong with I think social media activism is so important in this age but like they use that to discredit and it's often aimed at women you know like they'll talk about insta models but they never talk about as like girl as boys it's always like shaming girls who are insta models like oh you're not a real model you're an instagram model and it's like like I don't know it's very that isn't it it is and it's they can definitely coexist together but it I mean me and stevie 
had a massive argument about this, right? On Christmas Day, when Gina was looking to sign to her agency, my parents were like, "What sort of aid? Like, what is the agency? What's it?" And I said, "Oh, well, they 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 they're great for Gina because they do a lot of um, they work with a lot of influencers and they, they kind do. of understand what that is." And then Gina was like, "But I'm not an influencer." And I was like, "Are you not?" And then. In a way, though, because you're influencing people. And yeah. then, obviously, now, I understand. It was like, it wasn't the fact that I was that I was called an influencer that was a problem. It was the fact that that was the thing that always came first before yes. the work. And then yes. me and Stevie had this really passionate conversation where she was... And Stevie's a comedian, and in her show, she did a whole show about social media, and there was all these bits about influencers in it. But it was like all the same shit that I would say and that you would say, Charlie, yeah, but I thought yeah. it was aimed at me. So we kind of felt like unpicked it all while crying at the table. Yeah, it made me realise that, that it was, they can exist together. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Shall we go on to your first post and your yes out of your three? I went back through your Instagram. It was so funny. <laughs> we were pissing ourselves laughing. It's the so, Saturday's one. Yeah. Super naughty is the best word. Do a little explainer of what it is for the listeners. I was at the Saturday's concert. I feel like people will find that funny. There will always be a little gay boy in me. Oh, yeah. As much as I transition, there will always be this little feminine boy. It's personal assignment <laughs> at birth for me who just stands like Britney, Lady Gaga, the Saturdays, like the cheeky girl. Like literally any female like pop singer. The cheeky girls. <laughs> I mean like, so I don't know what it is. I don't know. It's LGBT. It's our culture. I can't help it. Sue yeah. me. Anyway, I just love the Saturdays and everyone's like laughing because I was at like a concert just like seven year old girls and then I forced my friends to come with me and I was just like I was living my best life and then that's just I've always loved that line in the song actually I'm gonna start um, I have a radio show coming out for Soho Radio called Super Naughty I'm gonna do like super uh, like naughty hits and stuff and and talk about like things from the naughties but like so Rochelle like basically a line in the song is we make the party super naughty I just find it so funny (laughs) it's just it's so funny in the English accent as well we make party super naughty like (laughs) so good and the best part about that post is that so it starts off with the actual music video and it's like so like it's like sharp and they're all dancing and they've all got like the matching outfits on and then it just cuts to you at the concert and it's just like this bouncing like four bit video of the stage and just your voice behind it be like Oh my gosh, it was so it's good. It's incredible. It you can uh, you can also just to listeners, you can check out all of the posts we talk about of Charlie's social on the Match Elite Later Instagram page, Match Elite Pod. I was gonna ask about how so obviously, you know, you do a lot of activism online, but you balance it out with just sort of pure essentially pure comedy. And when you're doing that, are you aware sometimes of like, oh, I've posted a lot of like, you know, quite heavy stuff. Now I'm gonna maybe lighten yeah. the feed, or is it just kind of quite organic? How do you how do you pick what sort of angle you're gonna go for that day? Do you know what it is quite thought out. I'm sure Gina understands. Like you don't wanna because I feel like people will unfollow you if you're just being a negative Nancy, even though there's you have every right to be negative and there's so much to be angry about but if you're constantly posting like things that are just like people might find it toxic for themselves like you know I was talking about I don't want certain things on my feed it's going to trigger me it's going to make me feel upset people might feel the same so I try to 
kind of like um in, entice them into the activism by doing kind of like just being myself and just like being real and being fun and like it just it keeps people um kind of like engaged in your content is yeah. if you're like kind of not just being like a because you don't just want to become a news channel like that's not what we're yeah. for we're people and we're like we're multifaceted and we do have fun as well and I, I think it just like I said if it was just like a, a news channel of like depressing things like to do with activism like things lose its, lose their effects and I think if you were to like drop a really important campaign like um Gina's recent one about like Instagram and like uh, fat black bodies and stuff like it, things like that if you were to like drop something big like that after like not ha- like I don't know just I guess desensitization like you'd be desensitized if every if every single post was like crazy like important and deep like that people wouldn't get behind them because they'd be too busy totally. signing like they'd be like I've, I can't sign a, a, a petition every single day and you overwhelm people I think a bit don't yeah. you yeah, yeah but I think it's really important what you said about as not being a news channel because I think it's very easy for your followers to treat you as an editorial platform can you repost mm. this I want you to post this post this I want you to post this information and it's like there has to also be space for joy there has to also be space yeah. for your joy and you as a person because otherwise you do just become BBC online or dazed or yeah also it would affect you, you as well surely it would affect you if you're constantly posting like things that you know you obviously care about so yeah that it must be a nice break sometimes to be like and now I'm going to da- mm. dance literally to victoria beckham honestly like it really is that like my friend said that that's why so my friend does the radio show on soho radio and my friend was like you need to do something because when they were saying like what do you want to do your show on i was like obviously going straight to like trans activism stuff and they were like why don't you do something that makes you happy because you're always working on things that are like making you're sad already like you're already a sad person and then you're doing more sad things no wonder you're always sad like bring do something that brings you joy and that's where i the super naughty idea came from so like but it is so true and what gina said as well what you said about like um being held to like the account of a news channel and i like i've even seen it's never happened to me thank god because i'd cuss them out if it did but like you're always being like not always but like, i've seen you post things where it's like people be like um did it like complaining about something you've posted it's like okay sweetheart like i'm not like a new like you'll have biases and you're not like also like you're a per you do fun things like you have your own opinions on what's okay like it just annoys me that like people like who are activists are expected to post like really kind of like um stale kind of like un like just like just be on top of everything like you can't I don't know it's just it's just so many like, it's inhuman, like I just isn't it? I, I can't believe the, the some of the messages you get and I'm just like I would not deal with that at all I'm sorry like so that's again like a, a big part of why I kind of inject the fun because I want to remind people I'm just a person I'm just having fun like this is Instagram it's not that deep you know what I mean like you yeah, can make you it can deep but like stuff. And laugh as well. Like you don't have yeah. to never laugh ever because yeah, totally. that'd be really bad for you. <laughs> Should we go into a post that you regret? Because I was quite surprised when you sent this over. Because from my perspective, I was like, "That's a pretty good post." So the post that I most regret was, and it's like it's weird because like I don't regret it. I just regret like. I get so sad when I see stuff from like early in my transition on like on the internet I'm like fuck like but my future husband is going to google me one day when he's like taking me for a date and going to see these horrible videos of my like old face and my like deep voice and like and if oh, they have a problem with so that sad. they shouldn't be your future husband that's true that's so true Gina but see I started doing media stuff maybe like 2016 2000 yeah maybe like 2015 and um I went on BBC Radio 5, and I know that's where you do your show now, Gina, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, so I was on BBC Radio 5 Live, 
um, talking about, because like there's been, it's the same conversation that's still going now and it's just like, why is this still happening? That's why I'm, my documentary is answering that question. But like these, all these false narratives around like trans kids transitioning, like da 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 da, like the headline that weekend, like that's why they got me on was um, 50 kids a week being sent to sex change clinics and had a picture of a little child boy with his head in his hands. Oh and I was God. like, how is this allowed? Because like, you can't even have surgery till you're 18 like so basically this is what i'm saying in the podcast i was like you basically it's it's such a disgusting lie to make out that like toddlers are being sent to have sex changes and it's like oh my god girl like really like i've been waiting for six years where's my sex change so basically that's what i was on to talk about and i'm really proud of the way i spoke actually i feel like that's kind of my style of speaking and just being very real because like especially with like an audience like that but just with all audiences, I try and be like accessible in the way that I don't use like a lot of activists use like really big words and speak in a way that people can't understand, especially the people who need to understand most. So I'm a council estate girl. So like when I'm speaking, I'm keeping in mind that I'm, I'm trying to help or speak to the people like that. Or when I'm doing nails, like it's often with like other working class people or whatever. And it's just like, it's really important for me to speak in a way that's real and, and also engaging and fun, not like a stale, boring um like blah, 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 blah. like so I just try and yeah so I said I can't remember what I said but I said something like you said they're not just handing out vaginas <laughs> yeah they're not just handing out vaginas on the street I said something like that so and it's the truth I just yeah I, I'm proud of that but like at the same time and I'm proud of doing that so like early on and young and like do you know I mean like I, I can easily do stuff like that now but that was such a big thing for me going on and um, that that show um and like just I got so much shit for that on Twitter actually like so much shit you wouldn't even believe but like um yeah I don't know I just like get when I look at old I'm just like it's really hard as a trans person like kind of like choosing when to like archive like from what point do you archive <laughs> because like right. it's so like yeah. I had Instagram before I transitioned you know what I mean like or around the time that I transitioned so like when do you like how much do you show the world like the, all these like things like that I'm just like Ugh, I don't want people see. and it's like weird because like, I don't mind my followers seeing it most of my followers are girls I think it's like a 75 25 split or something so it's mostly girls and I'd say most of the boys are gay so like I've come to a real sense of peace on Instagram where like it's so liberating that I just don't like I used to always wear makeup to do stories and I'd speak in a much more like soft voice and now I'm like fuck it and I'm my like engagement is so much better not even I'm not even doing it for the engagement but my point is I'm having more fun people are having more fun watching it because I'm not trying to be perfect and be like the ideal like the ideal of like femininity like that's put on the the pressure that's put on a trans woman to be like this kind of like oh my god you're so unclockable and da 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 like there's just so much press I'm like fuck that like I'm gonna come on in my fucking like big swollen I've got a cheek infection at the moment I'm gonna like have acne I'm gonna like have my hair's gonna be a mess and it's so like it's so much better and I feel sorry for the girls who are still in like the cage of feeling like they have to be like so perfect and pretty and like like, even kind of sexual online like where they're just like having to like perform they like and, and like restrict themselves and just like imagine like you want to say something and you've got to put on a 45 minute oh my face God, before you do not. i used to do that i used to refilm my like stories like 10 times so that i got like a more feminine voice i'd like get it to the point where i'm like mm. oh my voice sounds nice now and it was because of like worrying about like boys that i like seeing it from dating apps or like whatever and i'm like now i'm like fuck it and it's literally the most liberating thing in the whole world like so yeah that's so good hopefully you can get to a point as well where you can like look back at other stuff and feel more at peace with the fact that look this has just been your experience in your life and don't be worried about people seeing it because yeah I don't think anyone would look back at that and not just be because you just watch that and you're just listening to what you're saying because you're making very very strong points so it's just you yeah. know what I mean it's more the context of it but of course that's something like we all have in common I feel the same too you know I think a lot of us perform our femininity I think a lot of us perform online yeah. and all of us are at different stages trying to get 
past that no you know yeah. no matter who you are and that's something that's a challenge online shall we bob on to the post that you're most proud of can you tell us about this post yes yeah so um i don't want to cry i'm like such a fucking mess i'll probably end up crying but basically so around the general election the most recent one i posted about like because i i talked about it sometimes but i don't really talk about my friend so my best friend was killed in grenfell and i don't talk and her mum, who was like a second mum to me and i don't talk about it much because i don't feel um i don't know how to say like a lot of people don't respect your your grief and like you don't owe your grief to anyone like so like sometimes it's better to be kind of private so like i never really spoke about it and then when it came to the general election night and like and like the expected kind of outcome of the the votes and I was like oh god if the Tories win again like obviously like I hate the Tories obviously like I'm a, a working class person grew up working class on a council state in one of the top five fucking poorest parts of the UK where Grenfell is like that's a really poor part so we hate the Tories period mm-hmm. and I'm so angry about the whole Grenfell situation because of the Tories because they were the people who covered it in cladding to make it more pretty for the posh people because we live in it was like a posh borough but just a poor part of that posh borough um, so like they were the people who put the cladding on. They were the people who cut the like the services, like the fire services. And the, the fire services were so late getting to it, and then didn't have the like there was not enough of them and stuff. And just like the fact that I don't know, even the fact that the prime minister, that the queen stopped by, the prime minister didn't even stop by. It's like I don't want to cry. It's making me so upset, but it's just so it just it's like, it just makes me so angry. I want people to like understand like how important yes. it's because it's kind of forgotten now. But um, the reason I'm proud of that post is because. Um, I like po- basically posted and just like read everything about like how this is all like down to the Tories. This is not just like a tragedy that just happened. It's because of austerity that it happened. And like even the way like to, um, like Reese Moggs like basically called everyone who died in it stupid. And like just like so many, oh, just like the way that they've blocked the bill now about how to, to, to take on the recommendations of taking cl- the, the toxic cladding off buildings and like, um, just things like that. And the fact that they released the report the day before Brexit so that they knew people would only talk about it for 24 hours and then stop caring. Like, it's just so disgusting. That, and it's all, it's a Tory problem. It's not an opinion. That no. It's not like a, it's not just a, like the government. It's literally the Tories no, it's who a strategy are like, yeah. The Tories, it just, yeah. It just makes me feel sick. So I was like, oh, I was just so, and I, that was the first time I actually cried on store, on Instagram. I like I went on stories and I was just talking like really trying to encourage everyone to vote because we know that so many people don't vote and it's because we they just feel like um powerless and like their their vote doesn't matter and like there's no point and like when you look at the results like it does feel like that way because they they won by a landslide but at the same time if um I just want to encourage people to vote by just being really raw and just like showing my grief for one of the first times and I was just like and it's my most like liked and engaged with post and it, it, it did really well and like labor shared it and I like, got a lot of attention I wow. had so many people message me a lot of like people saying like hey like like they don't even follow me just like they would message me and people that like quite different to me like a lot I had quite a lot of straight boys even like be like hey I I saw your post I just want to say you're the reason I like vote it I'm gonna cry again but like it just it was so nice it just it just was so nice and they lost obviously (laughs) but the point is is like um it's my most proudest one because I felt like I was um I did it for my best friend. I did it, oh, obviously for everyone, but like, I felt like I was honouring her. And like, the, the, uh, yeah, it's really nice. Oh, Charlie. I think it's so, me and Steve, you were talking about this before when we were looking at your posts and like, posting about your grief online is such a yeah raw and uh, like hard thing to do. And especially, especially when it's 
political, like yeah. you're saying. Yeah, like, like even with your upskirting, so I can, I just imagine like how many times, I've seen videos of you even like when you're crying, talking about it, because it's so, it's your, it's so, yeah, it's just that. So I know it's you, really I know you get it. It's really scary sharing your grief because it sounds stupid. Like you're not looking for likes or shares or follows. If you're just looking for people to hear you, if you're going to say it, you want it to be heard. And I can't yeah. imagine... I feel so grateful and I haven't even got a massive following but for the fact that I even have a slight following because I can't imagine feeling the feelings I feel around Grenfell or around the transphobia kind of going on right now and not being heard like if I only had like a few maybe 200 followers and just shouting into a void of like I would I can't that's my worst nightmare so I just feel so blessed but like I did get so much I got abuse on it as well like I haven't actually chased up I meant to chase up at the time because my followers found where she worked so I had a few people like message me and be like oh boo who like just sending really mean things like, after I was like crying yeah like I like posted about it at the time like people are just so mean like people like um and they were like they're not they're not like um bots or trolls they were like real people because like people my followers like hunt I posted all the people who'd send me mean stuff and it was a lot of women as well as, like, a lot a of lot, young right? women something you do a lot like you hold people to account who's absolutely I mean, that's you're really not gonna good because a lot of people are too scared to do that absolutely yeah. I'm not I've been a victim enough of my life I don't I refuse refuse I would rather die I refuse to be a victim ever again I'm never ever I will always get my own back <laughs> 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 fucking hell that's like a counseling session Jesus Christ no but it was I, it was brilliant and, and really interesting and I want to thank you so like thank you so much for coming on and also for talking about things that are very difficult to talk about it's very easy to not it would have been very easy to just picked another post you know yeah, yeah. But, but you you chose to kind of go in go in hard and um, always and I think yeah I mean you can't fail to be moved by it really so yeah you're very very brave very brave no, also just thanks like I... for being always literally you on social yeah oh, there's nothing else I can be babe <laughs> <laughs> I'm not intelligent enough to be anything else but me I'm not not that calculated <laughs> no, well we love you like... and thank you for coming on my delete later I love you both so much. Thank you for having me, girls. Please do follow Charlie on Twitter at Charlie underscore Crags. If she still has Twitter, I hope she does delete it. Um, and Instagram, which I hope she doesn't delete because she's great and she's having a nice time on it, at Charlie underscore Crags. And also, um, if you want more content from Charlie, she has um, a Patreon this is patreon.com forward slash charlie craig's where she does like podcast extra stuff she also offers like mentoring as well so if you have any further questions for her or you you think you you, you would benefit from that then um then absolutely sign up yeah go ahead and look at the pictures on each different tier because she photoshops her face into more weird expressions the yes. higher you pay money so it's quite good <laughs> um you can also follow us at might delete later pod on instagram and at might delete pod on twitter you can also email us and you guess you'd like to see on the podcast stevie have you checked the inbox absolutely not great and uh look give us an amazing uh review not any bad ones please and also you can subscribe to help people find us and what should we remember gina well Stephen, we should remember that social media can be a brilliant place for activism for honesty um for creativity and for joy but it can also be a place that brings you down makes you feel sad and uh, can be a bit overwhelming at times but however you feel about it if it makes you feel a bit overwhelmed or rubbish then just you know you might as well delete later all right bye mom 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.